What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Deal Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Justin Dossie. Please remember to subscribe, share, like, help us get this out there. We're super excited for this podcast and really trying to put in as much value as possible. And the more likes and shares and stars and everything like that, the further we can get and the more impact we can have. So today we're doing another Monday Minutes. Now, the portion that I want to talk about today is based off of where you're at in your business. There's something I've learned by scaling multiple businesses past seven figures a year is most people focus on the wrong things based on the size of their business. Now, what I mean by that is if I hear this a lot, this is a a perfect example where I hear a lot of, well, I just need to focus on scaling. I need to be focusing on scaling and scaling and building this business and getting the systems and team and everything in place. And it's somebody doing less than $20,000 a month. If you're doing less than $20,000 a month, those are the wrong things to be focused on. If you're at $20,000 to $50,000, even some of that is still the wrong things to be focused on. Really, you shouldn't be working on scaling your business in the true sense of the word scaling until you're at $50,000, dollars $100,000 a month. That's when the scaling comes into play. What I mean by that, and I've seen this time and time again, I've done it myself. We've scaled multiple companies past seven figures a year, one of them in the high seven figures. And there's common problems that entrepreneurs make when they're trying to grow and run a business. Now, what I mean by that in a good example of this that I hear a lot is I need to scale. I need to scale. I need the systems. I need the team. I need the processes, everything like that. And scaling is such a, it's such a big, like sexy, common thing for people to say, because it's, it's attractive, right? It's growing your company. It's having higher revenue. But if you do it too soon, your business implodes and I've done it. I've almost lost companies because we've done things too fast and we've had to adjust and I've created more work for myself or for my team. And I'm hoping I can help you save some of that headache and just skip ahead a little bit. So what I want to focus on today is where you need to be focused based off of your revenue numbers. I'm going to hit a few different revenue numbers uh, or ranges, I guess I should say, and what you should be focus on, focusing on based on my experience and what I've seen uh, and what I've gone through myself. So in this, for example, if you're wanting to scale your company and that's the thing you're focusing on and you're doing less than $20,000 a month, you shouldn't even be saying the word scaling right now. That is the farthest thing from what you need to be focusing on. If you're anywhere from a dollar a month to $20,000 a month, so say maybe one, maybe two deals a month, depending on where you're at, scaling is not your problem right now. Your problem is building a repeatable business that makes you money, right? So a couple things that you need to focus on when you're at this point is A, financial management. Keeping track and having a low overhead, be mindful of every dollar you're spending, focus on what you need to do and putting your money where it needs to go without getting shiny object syndrome, without going and setting up for nine masterminds and nine courses and doing all the different things, right? Focus on one thing at a time until you have a proven repeatable process, whatever that is. It could be cold calling, it could be texting, it could be online ads, it could be direct mail, it could be agent referrals, whatever it is. Focus on one until you've mastered it, then add on to that. Okay. Second step that you need to be focusing on is customer acquisition, doing deals, right? Now, customer acquisition is more of a broad term, but in the terms of real estate, we're going to be focusing on 
getting deals, right? Acquiring properties, wholesaling, flips, whatever you're working on. That needs to be your main area of focus. You don't need to hire a VA yet. You don't need to hire an acquisitions person. You don't need to do anything else. You need to focus on getting the deals in play, getting them under contract. So A, you're bringing revenue into your company. The most important part of your company right now is making sure that you have money next month. And by doing that, you're putting the person who cares the most about your business in that place. You might not be perfect, but this is a great place to learn. For example, for me, I worked in call centers for 15 years, 10 10 years, actually not 15, and took like over 100,000 phone calls during that time. I'm very, very comfortable speaking with people, whether if it's a seller, it's in person, it's in a group setting, it's at an event. I'm very comfortable having these conversations because I know how to talk to people. If you've done never done that and you've won on one seller lead, how can you expect to train somebody to go and run these leads for you if you don't know yourself how to do it properly and haven't mastered that portion yet? So you need to be running the appointments, looking at these, making sure that you're understanding everything, you're building your rapport, you're battling these objections, you're answering the questions, and you're really helping these customers and these sellers out and making sure that that revenue happens. Third portion that you need to focus on is building a strong foundation while you do this, right? There's a big part of that we talk about in business a lot, and this this pertains even to non-real estate businesses and businesses of all types, is building your systems and processes. Now, when I say that in this aspect, it's simple. It doesn't have to be crazy, right? You don't have to spend 30 hours in a Google Doc outlining every single step that you do. But the essential systems and processes, including how are you going to get a contract done? How does a lead move through your CRM? Do you have someone that you can sell this to? If not, start looking for it. How do you look for it? Where where do you look for it? When you're going through these deals, what are you looking for? What are the pictures you want to take? What are the questions you're going to ask? Do you understand the rebuttals? Like Those types of things are what you want to focus on when you're building this foundation. Document it as you do this. So this is going to make your life a lot easier as you get further along, but it doesn't have to be every single step for a full-fledged business doing $200,000 a month. That's not your goal right now. Your goal is to simply start with the basics and the foundation and lay that foundation so that way as you grow, you can add more people to the business and not make another job for yourself by turning things over and then having to babysit those people for three months while they start and learn everything. So those are the three main things that I would focus on when you get started in real estate investing and you're doing less than $20,000 a month. Second area is we want to look at $20,000 to say $50,000 a month. If you're in this range, there's a couple things you want to focus on, right? So streamlining those operations, finding out what can be tweaked, what can be automated, right? This includes your CRM, automated marketing tools. Um, This could include the uh, how you're pulling lists, how you're finding data, getting more streamlined with those systems and building those systems out and understanding what you can automate, what you can't automate. So for example, a lot of CRMs, you can set action-based automations. So if someone goes from a new contact or comes in as a new contact and you haven't talked to them yet, you have certain things that you can do, whether if it's tasks set up, calls set up, um, emails, 
text messages, whatever it is that's going out to them, you can start automating some of this stuff. You can build in a follow-up sequence that you can follow and go through to make sure that you are managing this at an effective way. You can also start building some of these systems a little bit more around how you do your marketing. What does that process look like? Step number two is making data-driven decisions, okay? This is when you get to the point in your business when you actually have enough data. You've been in business for six months, a year, 18 months, however long it takes you to get to this point, but you start getting enough data from your phone calls, from your marketing channels, from the conversations you're having, from um, <clears throat> market analysis and things that are going on in your in your market that you can then make data-driven decisions to help increase your company and in, uh, how do I want to say this? How you can increase revenue while making it as smooth as possible, right? This is when you leverage those data data points, and you can start understanding and building your KPIs or your key port that key performance indicators, and use them to go through your strategy, right? So now you're at twenty to fifty thousand a month. You've got some momentum. You've got things going. This is when these data data driven decisions come into play. This is the point for step three, where you want to start building somewhat of a team. You want it to be small, you want it to be effective. So what I look at is I look at where my strengths are, where I am best suited in my business, where can I stay in my lane, and where am I lacking a little bit, right? That area that I'm lacking, that's typically what I'm hiring out. So this could be, for some people, it could be data management, pulling data, getting marketing campaigns ordered, Following the process that you've built out, right? Obviously, with your supervision, tracking KPIs, understanding the decisions that people are making, and people understand how you make decisions going through that. You could hire a lead manager to focus on the meat and potatoes of following up on your leads, uh, someone in house or someone locally or virtually, uh, like Call Porter, for example, at Shameless Plug, because that is my company, but we will manage your leads for you. And going through and, and having somebody in there, but you want to look for something that is going to remove a bottleneck in your company or adds a significant amount of value. And it's typically one of those two or an acquisitions person, right? When you hi- hire those people, you want to start building your culture and have it align with your brand, your mission, your values, and what everyone is focusing on. This part, it sounds boring. I'm not going to lie to you. The first time I did this, I was kind of bored out of my mind. Um, But once I put it into place and saw the immediate benefits of it with our team that we already had at that point, it was extremely exciting to see everyone kind of come around it and all work towards the same goal. So those are the three things that I would focus on if you're between $20,000 and $50,000 a month. Streamlining your operations, data-driven decisions, and building a team, a small but effective team. All while you're doing this, scaling through here, staying true to your mission, making those data-driven decisions so you know, hey, I'm not just making an emotional decision as a lot of investors and entrepreneurs can do. They have a uh, tendency, and I'm speaking exactly from my my own mistakes that I've made, uh, is you get shiny object syndrome, you pivot, you change things, and you do it based on emotion, not data that's when things go wrong. And that's when things do not operate the way that they're supposed to be. So in recap, if you're between a dollar and $20,000 a month, maintaining your finances, customer acquisition, or um, just acquisitions in general on these properties, 
building a strong foundation with some simple essential processes and systems. If you're between 20 and 50,000 a month, streamlining operations, data-driven decisions, and building a small team. Third and final, some of you guys might not be here yet, and that is totally okay, but I didn't want to leave this out in case there are people in here. Doing $50,000 to $100,000 a month. You guys are moving along. Things are going great. This is when stuff starts to break, right? So this is what I've seen. When your company grows by 3x or 10x is typically when you need to start revamping and rebuilding your systems based off of what you're seeing. So focus on that. Make sure your systems are solid. You don't need to change anything, but track and manage those very closely, making sure that you're not running into any unforeseen issues or any bottlenecks that if you turn up the marketing, because this is generally when people start scaling, that you don't break everything immediately because we've done that and it's not fun to get momentum, lose momentum and start momentum again. So that being said, first thing you want to focus on from here is scaling your business. So focus on different growth strategies that can take your business to the next level. This might be doubling down on some marketing campaigns that are working really well, because again, you should have good KPIs that you can track and manage at this point. Um, potentially exploring new markets or just different strategies from, you know, maybe you're doing all wholesaling and you want to add in flipping or wholetailing or some buy and holds. This is when you can start scaling to really grow that business and accelerate it, right? But you want to make sure that you have your house in order first before you do this. From here, you want to start really focusing on leadership and culture. This should already be kind of built into there, but as your team grows, you want to make sure that you focus on and maintain and nurture the company culture. Invest in your leadership team. If you don't have one yet, invest in yourself to become a better leader, hire a coach, work with different people, however you want to do this, but just focus on the leadership and culture. From here, I would then focus on advanced, a little more advanced like financial management stuff. So managing your cash flow with a little more detail, um, looking at transactions at a, at a, a more granular level, right? Consider different um, different ways of looking at this, right? How you can improve profit margins, right? So if you're at an average wholesale fee of $12,000, cool. What can we do? What can we improve to get that to 15, to 17, to 20, right? What are the things that you can do to make that happen? That's something we focused on a lot in our business in Baton Rouge, where we were hitting like $7,000, $8,000, $9,000 on wholesale fees. And we averaged 17 to 18. Sometimes we hit 30. Sometimes we hit 25. It just kind of depends. But our average is now about $17,500 that we're hitting on a very consistent basis. Now, those are the things that I would focus on when you're in that 50000 50 to $100,000 a month range. Um, and that's I think we'll stop there for now because this will turn into a 30, 40 minute podcast very quickly, but I hope those things help for you guys. And again, if you have questions on this, let us know. I do want to let you know, I created a brand new free uh, group that is dedicated to entrepreneurs, right? You could be a real estate investor. You could not be a real estate investor, just entrepreneurs in general. If you want help like this on just a consistent basis in a community of good uh, other entrepreneurs that are like-minded that are here to help check out the entrepreneurs edge on Facebook. Uh, it's hosted by myself. We'll have special guests come on there, but we talk about things like this pretty consistently. It is a new group that we just started about a week and a half ago, uh, but super excited. We've already got over 200 members in there and it's growing every single day. And I would love to have you guys on there if you're listening to this and have not joined yet. As always, I'm your host, Justin. I would love again for any reviews, any 
any shares, any likes, comments, anything like that so we can help continue to grow this and reach more people and make it as good as possible. So hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. 